Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode 60. And today I want to share part of a conversation that I had with a one-on-one client because, well, really it was impactful for her. And I think it's a good reminder for the rest of us. So she asked if we could jump on Zoom to discuss how to get more strength training into her schedule. And This was actually something that we'd been working on for a couple of weeks, so I was interested to hear how it was going. So the morning of the call arrives, I jump on Zoom, there she is, and I asked how she was doing, and there was like this hesitation, and I guess like the best way to describe her answer to the question, how are you doing, was frazzled. She was kind of all over the place. And I'm sure you can relate. I certainly know that I can. When someone asks this question and you're like, mm, how do I answer that? Like, what, what is the best way to answer this question? Um, you know, currently she has a lot going on in her life. She has um, some big goals for training this year, including running her very first 50K and her first stage race. She's a busy lawyer. She runs her own firm and she's dealing with some ailing family members. So that's a lot. <laughs> so it's no wonder she was sort of frazzled. And right away, when she started to tell me how all of these things were preventing her from doing her strength workouts, I was like, hmm, she was talking about like the scheduling and the time commitment and the work that she owed to her clients and the stress and the overwhelm of all of the things, all of which I get 100%. And I'm sure that you can relate to it too. Every day, there's a list of stuff that needs to get accomplished. And some days it feels effortless. Okay, well, maybe not like totally effortless, but like it feels easy. And then other days, it's like there's a 50 mile an hour headwind on you constantly. Like you just never get a break. So she went on to explain that her sort of default mode is to just eliminate the workouts. Like when things get hectic and stressful and she feels overwhelmed, workouts go because they are the low hanging fruit and they're the easiest thing to remove because it causes like minimal, if any, disruption to her day. And again, you can probably relate to this. I certainly can because this is how I used to operate. You just think like, well, what's the simplest thing that doesn't really need to get done in this laundry list of shit? (laughs) It's like, even though you really want to, this thing is just the easiest um, to eliminate. So... And just sort of as like a general aside, I think as women, this is our default. We tend to always take care of other people before we take care of or like do things for ourselves. And this is this is my default as well. And I have been working very hard to counteract or overcome that. So during the conversation with my client, she sort of glazed right over this, how she eliminates the workouts because She wanted to get to the thing that she thought was the most important, i.e. how can she just do more strength training in her plan? And I'm guilty of this too. It's like, well, I'm not doing the thing, so let me just figure out how I can do it more. And spoiler alert, that's not the solution, (laughs) okay? We actually have to go back up the chain, like further back to look for the break. Like where's the disconnect that's causing the workouts not to get done in the first place? right? Don't just think like, well, if I'm not doing it, let me do it more. Let me just try harder. Let's just go back. Like that's, that's trying to look for a solution, not figure out what the actual cause of the, of the problem is. So 
in her case, it wasn't because any of the stuff that was going on in her life. Those are just the circumstances. The real reason she wasn't getting the workouts done is because of her sort of perfectionist tendencies. Now, I am not throwing shade her way. This really resonates with me because I'm super type A too and very much a recovering perfectionist. So this is really why I wanted to share this story because I think it's very, very common. Excuse me. So I feel really qualified to talk on this topic because this is something that I've been trying to work on for a long time. And I've shared over the course of the last year how I would lack how I would let like my lack of knowledge or not being able to do something perfectly on the first try keep me from doing anything in the first place. And this is the exact same thing. Even though she had all of the tools and all of the information on how to do the strength training, like we talked about it in a previous call, we went through how many days a week in the beginning, what should the strength workouts look like as you progress through your training plan, what should increase, what should decrease, like all of it. We talked about all of it. So she has all the tools. She has all the information. She's a very logical type of thinker. She knew exactly what she needed to do. And yet she felt like if she couldn't do it to an absolute perfect T, that it wasn't worth attempting at all, right? It's, it's that all or nothing mentality. And here's what I want you guys to hear. Something is better than nothing, Doing some part of that workout is always going to be better than nothing. Perfection kills momentum, okay? So I want to ask you guys this question. What do you think is better? Three sets of 10 reps done all at once, like in a sort of traditional workout, or one set of 10 reps done three times spread out over the course of the day, like think, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? The answer is really simple. It's probably probably not the one you came up with, but the answer is whichever one is actually going to get done. I don't care how you do it. How is it actually going to get done? The volume of the work is exactly the same. It's just that the execution tactic, the strategy is different. One is not necessarily better than the other, right? So what my client was doing was the all or nothing approach. And that's what I default to, all or nothing. Like back in the day when I first started all of this, it was, well, if I can't get all five miles in, then I'm just not going to do them at all. (laughs) That makes zero sense, okay? And so this all or nothing approach sort of leads to feeling bad or feeling guilty and losing momentum. And that's an easy sort of rut to slip into, but a really, really tough one to get out of, like really hard. When you lose your momentum, when you lose your drive, when you lose your spirit, right? It's hard to get back into the groove. So what I proposed was during this conversation is what if we don't fall into that rut to begin with? Okay, let's let's game plan a scenario here where you don't ever actually fall into that rut. So what if we rethink the process of how you go about training and set you up for success right from the get-go? Because look, there's nothing that says that you have to do your training in this very one, very narrow, specific way in order to achieve your running goals. And that's why you'll see so many different versions of stuff out there, like in books and online and from coaches. None of us is necessarily right or wrong. We're all just presenting you different avenues to the same destination. 
But with that said, we all sort of have our preferred routes in terms of how we like to get stuff done. Like I enjoyed doing my workouts early in the morning because that's when I have the most or the longest block of uninterrupted time. But that doesn't always work out to be the way that I want it to. So I have to be highly adaptable and be willing to reorganize things to fit to the schedule or the scenario that I'm presented with. And that's basically what I propose to my client. How can you reorganize the way you attack your training so that you're doing the smallest viable workout so that you maintain the streak of working out, like the number of days that you're working out back to back to back to back on purpose, right? And the mental momentum of being able to check it off and just continue on your day without having the stress of an incomplete sort of hanging over you, okay? So when it came to the strength training, we talked about how to break it down into three mini sessions of five minutes or whatever it works out to be, one set of 10 or whatever, right? We're just gonna, we're gonna take the whole workout and we're gonna break it into segments that fits into the course of the day. She has her own office, um, and so, you know, they, she like takes her dog to work with her. She has her own office. Like she could bring her stuff with her, like her hand weights or some bands or her TRX or whatever and set it up, you know, and if she has time in between client meetings, she doesn't even legitimately need to get changed depending on what she's wearing, right? Like to do this workout, she could just pick up the dumbbells and do a few sets and then check it complete and move on to the next thing. So I mean, is this a, an exact one-for-one one swap, like a full half-hour strength workout broken out into these three separate ones? No, it's not exactly the same, but it's a way to do something that keeps the streak alive and the momentum really high. Because again, it's all about your mindset. And sometimes training isn't about the physical action so much so as it is about managing your mind. So I guess what I really want to say here is that like you don't, is that your workout doesn't have to be perfect in order to produce net positive results. You don't, don't let your need for like what I would call a plus work or to be, you know, a perfectionist or totally perfect, get in the way of it happening at all. You have to be willing to do B minus work consistently. And then over time, that will get you further than the build up and burnout cycle of always trying for the freaking A plus. <laughs> Trust me on this one, okay? Like, this is how I used to operate for years. Like, you know, you just get yourself ramped up, you collect all the information, you get psyched up to do the A plus work. And then when it falls short, because mostly it will, you get like upset and burnt out and it keeps you from wanting to do it again. So during the same conversation, we talked about the acronym KISS, K-I-S-S, which I think you guys have probably heard of. And I love it and hate it at the same time. Um, but it basically stands for keep it simple, stupid. And that's that stupid part that I hate because it's just like, why do we, I don't know. Anyway, so I want to amend it to KISS, but like spelled a little bit differently, K-I-S-C. So I was like, KISS, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> keep it simple consistently, okay? K-I-S-C, keep it simple consistently. The key to achieving your running goals is keeping your training simple don't overcomplicate it more than it needs to be and do it consistently, okay? We have this thing sometimes as type A 
runners where we want to complicate the fuck out of everything. <laughs> and it's like just not necessary. I, this happens all the time and I'm going to go off on a massive tangent here, but when we, sometimes when we get on coaching calls, people are like, okay, I want to swap my leg workout with my upper body workout. Do you think that's okay? Like, tell me why it wouldn't be okay. Like, I don't understand why we can't just make these simple swaps. It's like, it's okay. Is the total volume of work still going to get done over the course of the week? Yeah. Then shuffle it around, shuffle it around. If you don't want to do this one particular exercise today, okay, fine. Do it the next time. Like just keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other, literally and figuratively, and just keep moving forwards. Okay. So don't let your need for this perfection of your training paralyze you and prevent you from making any forward progress on your training at all. Right. So just remember K I S C keep it simple consistently and execute on it today. And then the next day and then the next and so on and so forth. Okay. So just keep that in mind. Like take this conversation that I had with my client and just sort of remember it. Don't overcomplicate things. Keep it simple consistently. Keep your mental momentum high and break things down into the small component parts and just keep plugging away at it. Because I guarantee you, you guys, if you do this, if you take this, um, if you take this episode, if you take the stuff that we're talking about here and you just implement it, if you do nothing else, this alone will get you way further than the old habits of, you know, build up and burn out, try really hard, burn yourself out, lose momentum, fall off the wagon, don't do anything for two weeks, beat yourself up about it, and then come back and start like where you think you should be and then realize that you're not quite there anymore and then beat yourself up about that. Like we could go on. <laughs> But a lot of you are probably shaking your heads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, that is precisely my cycle. Okay, yes, I am over here raising my hands being like, yes, this used to also be my cycle. And this is the difference between what I used to do then and what I do now. Okay, so keep it simple and do it consistently. All right. Now I want to extend an invite to all of you. If you're feeling stuck with your training, let's chat. Okay. I'm going to put a link in the show notes where you can book a 30 minute call with me and we can go through this same exact process that I described in this episode with my client, right? So if you've got some races planned for the year, but you can't find the motivation to get started on your training, or if you started and you're sort of dead in the water and you don't know how to get started again, or if you're overwhelmed with all of the things that you're trying to juggle, um, and you know what to do, but you can't quite just figure out how to actually do it. This is a great way to get those things cleared up or get you unstuck so that you can get back to the fun stuff of training and crushing your goals. Okay. So just go to my website, uh, megan-gould.com forward slash coaching 30. And you can book um, some time to get one-on-one coaching with me. All right? Okay, you guys, that's all for this episode. Enjoy this beat, and I'll see you all soon.